Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Get Confident Podcast with your host Janelle Hoskin and today is our first guest episode of 2024. We are talking professional development, we are talking goals, there are so many insights, tools, analogies, just oh my gosh, so many mic drop moments and moments of goosebumps within this episode as well as we are talking to Juan Alvarado from California. He is a keynote speaker and trainer. He has his own podcast, The Relevant Development Podcast. He is a Gallup Strengths Coach. I have a friend who is a Gallup Strengths Coach and they are incredible. The amount of goodness that you learn about yourself by working with a Strengths Coach, super helpful. So no doubt we're going to get into some goodness today. It is coming. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Get Confident Podcast with your host, Janelle Hosking. You're here to create career confidence, financial freedom, and abundance for yourself in 2024. You want to progress in your career through employment or starting your own business, and I am here to help you every step along the way. In this podcast, we talk mindset, strategies, practical tools, and frameworks to help you achieve your goals now. So you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. All right, first interview for 2024. It feels so weird saying that time is just flying by. We've got a wicked guest today, Juan Alvarado, joining us all the way from where are you? California. California. (laughs) I don't even know the band who sings that song, but it was a really good song. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think you're going, I think is what we're going with. Yeah, look at you yeah. go. Thank you very much for <laughs> picking up what I was putting down. <laughs> so today we are talking all about personal and professional development. Uh, you and I have just had the pleasure of speaking for about 20 minutes before we even hit record. I, I need to get better at hitting record from the start because there was some seriously <laughs> good stuff in our little chit chat that we just had, but that's okay. There is plenty more to come. So first up, what got you into the personal and professional development space? A long story that we don't have time for, but uh, <laughs> give me the highlights. Yeah, I got to a point a really low light in my life. I have a military background, was deployed in Operation Iraqi Freedom, married three now three boys. Prior to two of my boys coming to this world, um, I was a police officer for a couple of years before I left that to work for a nonprofit, and in that time. In that time span, I just hit some really low points, saw some things Mm -hmm. that um, messed me up a little bit um, being deployed and some of the struggles that I went through, was going through. And I got tired of being sick and tired. Mm. Like my marriage is not what I want it to be. I told my wife to her face, I don't feel like we're married. I feel like you're my roommate because... I was always out working night shifts. Mm. She would take my son out so, you know, the house could be quiet. I would sleep in our closet because I was working nights so so that it was dark. I could, you yeah. know, get some sleep. So that. she was a team player. Mm. I wasn't. Like mm. and I and I was able to recognize that um with um not knowing that I was suffering from PTSD um because of my deployment I had no idea not until I 10 years later went to go get and help from the um, Veterans uh, Affairs Department and started seeing counselors. But I just got to this low point where 
I was just, I knew that I was worth more. I knew that, um, I say it this way, that I knew that I was loved and I knew that there was love in me. I just mm. didn't feel it. Mm. And what happens is, is I felt numb, but that's not a feeling, right? Numb is the lack of feeling, Absolutely. right? And so I, I was like this, there's something needs to change. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Let's do something. And so I made a list of everything that I wasn't happy with. Okay. Um, from my hair as, and if people are on the audio side of things, I'm bald. Um, <laughs> the leg off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had, I had, uh, I had hair at the time, uh, but it was, it started to recede. And I was always that guy that was talking trash to people like, bro, let go of your hair. Stop mm -hmm. having this, like this hair, like just shave it off. So shaved off, sh shaved off my, all my hair. And I was like, I'm not going to be one of those guys that are trying to cling on to their hair. Right. Um, I didn't like my teeth. I went out and I got braces. Um, me too. Go us. Yeah. Adult braces yeah. are the best. Yeah. So I was like, I, I just, I hated smiling. And if you're not smiling, mm -hmm. then people started to take me not at, would think that everything was serious. And I had a huge sense of humor before, mm -hmm. but because wow. of what I had gone through, like my sense of humor was gone. And then I'm not smiling because I wasn't happy with my teeth. Yeah. And so then Juan is non-approachable. He's always upset. He's always mad. And what I wasn't, I just looked that way. Okay. And so, you know, that with the lack of joy, lack of happiness because of everything, I was like, I need to go do something. So I made an appointment for the VA and got a counselor, um, started talking to my wife a little bit more. And she said something right before I went to go get help that pushed me over the edge. She says, which pierced my heart. If you can fight for our country, military, if you can fight for a city that we don't live in, police department, then you can fight for us. I need you. And she doesn't cuss. Can I cuss on this? Can I? Yeah, say you do. Yeah, all okay. good. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. My <laughs> wife doesn't cuss at all. And mm -hmm. she says, if you can, if you can fight for your country, if you can fight for a city that we don't live in, then you can fucking fight for us. Oh, and I was I've like, gooseies. Whoa. And I was like, let's do it. Wow. And I and I love outside motivation, mm. even though I believe that uh, self-motivation is the best motivation because you're there's everywhere you go, you're with you. <laughs> yeah. I can't there's a motivational speaker named Eric Thomas. I can't have him in my pocket. Yeah, maybe on my phone and but I'm always around. Mm. Right. So I need to be able to motivate myself. But I'm a big person on motivation and my wife um motivated me to get moving. And so that was the next piece. And so I was like, let's go, dude. And so little by little, you can't can't get better overnight. Mm -hmm. But I was just time. I just need I just need a step, a step forward, a step forward. So that's how I got into the personal, the personal development space. Real quick with the professional development piece. Um, and I'll make this quick because I know that I've kind of been rambling on a You're little okay. bit. But, um in the nonprofit that I was working for, I oversaw 170 staff. I was in charge of their um of their evaluations. And then they had to do an evaluation on me. Mm. I got all of them really good markings, um, really good evaluations, except from one person. And it bothered me that this one person gave me a bad evaluation mm -hmm. and I wanted to understand why. And so then I found a thing called um, Gallup Strengths. Love it. Uh, Strength Center. Yeah. And so I took the assessment, started to read up on it, and then I just got obsessed with it. And I just started reading and reading, reading. And then I found on their website that you can become a coach. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to go to this training. So I got my work to pay for it. And I became a certified Gallup Strengths coach. And so I got my strengths. And so now I coach. One of the things I do is coach through strengths, Gallup mm -hmm. Strengths. Mm -hmm. And I just needed to get to the root problem of 
why I offended her, why she was offending me, why I couldn't see eye to, why we couldn't see eye to eye. Uh, long story short, on that part, um, we ended up getting rid of her. She just wasn't a fit. Mm. But I, at the end of it, it was almost closure for me. Like I see why we weren't eye to eye, but she, it was it was more being stubborn and stuff like that on her end. Um, but it was like a collective with the whole management group. Like, hey. We just need to let her go. Mm. But I made sure that she took her strengths. She had her strengths that wherever she went, she was able to go mm. and utilize what she's good at before she before she left. Yeah. And so professional development side, um, that's there's a lot there. Mm. Yeah, and what sure. when was that? Like in terms of you know what year was that? That was about so the whole thing with my wife was probably and that whole personal development piece was probably two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. 2009 the the professional piece was probably 2016 mm, okay yeah. and yeah and then 2018 no 2020 i left my the, my nine to five so yeah. i could just teach leadership full-time amazing that was my next question was at what point did you start teaching others okay so that was 2020 what was the drive behind that like what made you realize okay I've, I've learned some awesome skills both professionally Gallup strengths and then in my personal life too my relationship with myself and my wife and my family has gotten so much better what was the driving force behind you wanting to go and teach that to others so I want prior to COVID mm. I had wanted to uh take our professional development online because we our big complaint was nobody has time or I can't get to this location. I was like, let's start doing it online. So I wanted to start recording things. I bought a camera, did all of the kinds of stuff. And then the upper management of the C-suite people were like, we don't want to do that. Mm. I'm like, I think there's a, there's a space here for it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Spend your time doing something else. Wow. So I started to write c- curriculum. I would record anyways. Um, and and then COVID happened and they're like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I have an idea. <laughs> Remember that thing I was telling you about? And so then we went online and uh, it started to work a little bit prior to that. Um, we did a training and we did a group training with another uh, organization. And I did the keynote and some of the training there. Okay. And their organization said, hey, can you come to our location and do... Um, we're expanding. Can you do our training for our new expansion team? So like, yep, was there. And then somebody was in the audience and said, Hey, my dad has an organization and their keynote speaker flaked on us. Can you come and do something tomorrow? And I was like, sure. And so then I did that. And then somebody in the audience said, Hey, you know, you can do this for a living, right? Like you speak really well. You can, you can do this for a living. And the organization that first brought me in, Mm. put me on a monthly contract to do training with them every month. Epic. And so I, yeah. And so then I wanted to do more with my, with the organization that I was a part of. And they kept on saying no. And I said, listen, I know my value and I know what I can bring to the team. I want to level up our leadership uh, and I know how to do it and things and classes that I've been taking. I want to move forward. And I think there's a space here. So as I started to speak as a side hustle, if if you will, mm. um, that income started to surpass my nine to five. And so mm-hmm. then I said, all right, peace out. See you later. So right when we, everyone started going back to work from COVID 2021 ish, uh, I left and I said, I'm going to speak full time. Wow. And so, so during that COVID time, were you still doing, were you doing speaking? Yeah, we were doing um, virtual and it's funny cause it, it, 
and virtual hurt a lot of organizations, a lot of people. For me, there was a lot of growth there, and I was able to speak a lot um, doing stuff virtually and having a setup pretty close to what we have, what you see here. Yeah, it's and I was setup. showing, yeah, and I'm showing people like this is how you can do things online and mm -hmm. have a really cool background because people have a connection with YouTube, mm -hmm. right? So if you look yeah. like a YouTuber, like. Yeah. People would pay attention a lot more. And so, um, yeah, speaking started to pick up during during COVID. Oh, that is incredible. I love your your story. It sounds to me like you were just doing your thing in your workplace and then, you know, an opportunity came up. You probably didn't think too much of it at the time, but then it's almost like it fall, you know, it falls into your lap, universal God, whatever you believe in. It's right. like, this is the path. You don't know it yet. That happened to me with coaching. I used to work in radio. Um, I was a breakfast presenter doing my thing. And then we had to get involved in the community. And so one day I went to this opening of a lady's online business, but she, it was super random. It was an online business, but she did an in-person opening and I went along and ended up talking to her for about an hour. I got an email from her a few weeks later being like, hey, I want to pay you to give me advice, mm -hmm. to tell me what to do for myself and for my business. Because from radio, we have a whole lot of marketing and sales experience. And I was like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> and so same deal. I did that, you know, outside of work hours and got paid regularly. And I was like, I freaking love this. And it just built from there. So I think that's an incredible story. Thank you very much for yeah. sharing. I know that, you know, right now we're at the beginning of a new year. This is a time for people. It's not the time, but it's a time for people right. when with a break, with some time off, time away, we can let our minds wander and some of us may be thinking that it's time for that change. It's time to do something different, to become more of the version of the person that you want to be. In your experience and in your you know, professional work, where would you say is the best place to start on that journey? Um, I'll, I'll tell you something that I've heard and I don't know where where I heard it, but they say the best time to start was yesterday. Yep. <laughs> the next best time is now. Right? Yeah. Um, you don't have to wait for a January 1st and you shouldn't have to wait for a Monday. You can start now, mm -hmm. right? Like what's mm -hmm. today? I lose, I lose track of the today's Wednesday. Don't wait until Monday to start. Cause a lot mm -hmm. of people do this. Like oh, I want to lose weight. I'll start on Monday. And then what yeah. they do, they pig out on fried chicken and pizza <laughs> and burgers and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, all you're doing is digging yourself a deeper hole that you're not going to be able to get out of. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a, a drug addict saying, oh, I'm going to quit. Let me just smoke all this crack before I go. Like, you're you're not doing anything to help yourself, right? No. So just start now. Now is the best day to, to do it. I will go back uh, a little bit and close up what we were talking about before mm -hmm. and leading to this. Yeah. You said you talked about, you know, you had these perfect opportunities that fell on your lap. Um, here's the thing when it comes to opportunities. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen movies before where there is a um, like a limousine driver picking up somebody famous from the airport mm -hmm. and they have a sign, right? And it says, Mr. Mr. Bentley, right? Mr. Bentley gets off the plane. He sees the, the, um, the driver with the sign. He's like, I am Mr. Bentley. Let's get on the ride in the, in the car and take you to your hotel. But if the driver doesn't know who Mr. Bentley is and Mr. Bentley sees all these 
limousine drivers, he's not going to know which one is his, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you have somebody famous, right? Let's say a, let's say a Beyonce gets off the plane and the driver knows who Beyonce is. He's going to say, you know, Miss, Miss Knowles, come over here. I'm your driver. Let's go. But mm -hmm. if we don't know what or who that person is, the famous person or regular old Joe like me mm -hmm. gets off the plane, we're going to miss each other. And that's what opportunities, what happens with opportunities. If we don't understand what opportunities look like mm -hmm. and opportunities don't know what we look like, we're going to miss each other. Mm -hmm. Like we have to understand what opportunities look like. And when we miss opportunities, it's not that we miss it. It's just somebody else saw it and took it because they know what opportunities look like. So mm -hmm. in my story and in the things that we talked about, I knew I want to speak. I need a, I need a stage and a stage is not, doesn't need to be a stadium, yeah. right? A stage can be in front of two people and I'm going to rock it if, if it's two, two people or 2000 people. Mm -hmm. So I have to understand what opportunities look like. So in this new time, like, where do I start? Today's an opportunity. And if you don't see the opportunity in there, then maybe you need to start looking at things in what is an opportunity. You have a friend that says, Hey, I'm just really need to get some stuff off of my chest. Do you have some time? Hey, why don't you come over? Let's talk about it. We'll go, we'll go take a walk. Mm -hmm. And you end up walking for two or three miles. That's an opportunity to get fit and to get stuff off your chest and to be that friend that you've always wanted to be or whatever, mm -hmm. get more sunlight, get out, whatever it is, have an opportunity. There's always opportunities everywhere, but if we don't know what they look like, they're going to pass us up. So we have to understand what that, what that is. And so, um, what is your opportunity today? Is listening to this an opportunity for you to, to get better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is the drive home or the time where, you know, your spouse or whomever says, Hey, I need to run to the store real quick. And you just wanted a load alone time. Well, there you go. Like whatever it is, find your, you know, find your opportunity. So, um, where to start. And when to start now, mm -hmm. where is, you know, try to find your, those, those opportunities. Um, I think a big thing too is, um, I have a setting, a saying that says, uh, when you write it out, you'll figure it out, mm -hmm. write out everything, just do a brain dump. Like what, what do you want to do? What do you, what does success look like to you? What are your mm -hmm. goals look like? And, and I don't know if we're going to get into necessary goals right now, but when people start listing out goals or I tell people to list out, um, what they want to do, their needs and wants, whatever it is, and they start to write out their goals. I ask people, is this a real goal or is it the result of a goal? Mm. Because we find that I find that people fall flat on their face for a couple of reasons. The goal is too far, too far in front. They don't see any movement in it. And so they become discouraged and they don't have momentum. Yeah. Everybody wants momentum from the very beginning. Momentum happen. Momentum is it doesn't start movement. Action starts movement. Mm -hmm. It's action and then momentum, right? And once you get momentum, then you get motivation. And a lot of people say, I just need to get motivated. I just need to get some motivation. No, you need to no. move first, right? <laughs> you need to move first. Cause I've learned, also learned this, that there's always going to be a reason why you fail. Mm. And there's always going to be a reason why somebody else is more successful than you. Mm -hmm. Like there's always going to be something like when I first started, I was like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. As soon as I get a camera, I'm going to start. And then I got my camera and it's like, okay, I just need the cool desk. And then I got my desk and I was like, okay, I just need a microphone. And I never got started. There was always a reason, mm. right? I need the cool lights. Well, I don't look like this person on this channel. And mm. so there's always a reason. And then mm. we start pointing fingers and we say, well, the only reason why he or she's successful is because their dad does this or they know somebody. Oh yeah. And just because comparison. And now we start, 
And then, but even more than comparison, and that is definitely it, we always want to say why somebody else is successful. It's like, but then turn that to yourself. If mm. they know somebody, get to know them. You mm. get started. Like there's always going to be a reason. But if you say, nope, this is my lane. This is what I'm going to do. But going back to goals, typical things, right? I want to stop smoking. I want to lose weight or um, gain muscle or whatever it is. I want to walk more, read more. Those are all results of goals. They're not goals. So if you've made those your goals, start over. Mm. <laughs> like I want to lose five pounds. That's a result of a goal. If I go to the gym every day and I stop eating sugar or whatever it is, mm -hmm. then those five pounds that you want to lose come to you. Mm. It's, the result, it's the result of a goal, right? I want to run a marathon. Well, you just can't run a marathon. You got to jog yeah. and jog some more. And if you do that every day, then you'll start to run. And if I run every day, then that marathon comes to you. Mm. So ask yourself, whatever you've written down, is this truly a goal or is it the result of a goal? And then start to move and work your way backwards until you get your daily goal. I think that's huge mm. that we need daily goals so we can say, I did it. Check the box. Good job. Congratulate yourself. Celebrate your little wins mm -hmm. and then do it all again tomorrow. But when do we say we want to lose 10 pounds, it's too far. It's too far ahead. It's not really it. Mm. Yeah, it's too far. Right. And then we get on the scale and then we're like, what happened? <laughs> and then you get discouraged and then you stop. But yeah. if you said, hey, my goal today was to go to the gym and eat these three things. Did it. Good job. I love it. Tomorrow. I love those concepts of actually daily goals, you know, yeah. because we've all got our to-do list, whether it's written on our phone, on our calendar, whatever, but they're, you know, they're the ticks or the the items to tick off the box tick, ticking things. But actually, they're little mini goals, you know, mm -hmm. and they are something to be celebrated. Um, my partner and I recently, we did the New Year's episode on the podcast together and we reflected on our lessons learned for 2023. And one of the things I said was that um, there was a couple of goals that I had set for myself and I did a terrible job of creating mm -hmm. the habits to help me get there. So what I did was not actually set them as goals. I set them as end results, but usually I'm much better at turning them into daily habits. However, last year I didn't. So what you've just said is a great like reframe for maybe a reason why that happened. Um, I like what you said about, you know, the, my goal was these three things, the, the gym, the say journaling, and then the drinking heaps of water. How do you keep that consistency enough to gain momentum without having it turn into Groundhog Day? Mm -hmm. Good question. Um, it's funny because when we don't see or find value or purpose in it, it becomes Groundhog's Day. This mm. happens a lot in couples. This happens a lot in couples with the word I love you. Mm. Love you. Love you too. Love you. Love <laughs> cool you too. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's the same thing when you see somebody wave or smile. There's times where you wave at somebody and then they'll wave too. Like, who in the hell is that? And they don't know. Yeah. But when you see somebody that you know that you haven't seen in a while, that there's a relationship and a connection, mm. arms go out, eyes, eyebrows go up, eyes mm. get big. Oh my gosh, how are you? Not, hey, what's up? The greeting is different because there's value there. 
Mm. Um, and so I told my wife, my wife and I didn't get into it, but she said, how come you didn't say I love you too? And I told her, <laughs> I told her right now, I'm just, I'm not in mood. I'm up, I'm upset. Mm. And if I was to tell you, I love you right now. And it's not towards you. Like I'm mm. at, at an outside situation. Mm. I'm not in a loving mood right now. Mm. I'm not. And if I was to tell you, I love you, I'd be lying to you. And I don't want to lie to you. Mm. Like, let me, let me calm down. Let me refresh. And then there was time that later on in that day, I grabbed her by her shoulders and I grabbed her like her, the back of her head. And I mm. kissed her forehead and mm. I looked at her in her eyes and I said, mm. I am absolutely in love with you. Mm. Way different than I love you too. Yeah. So then my thing was, which one, which one hit hits better mm. this one or the one that would have come four hours ago where I say, I love you too. And I just mm. walk away. So just make sure that it's meaningful yeah. every single time that you do it. Mm. So when we talk about drinking water or going to the gym, what is your why behind it? And I know this is really cliche where people are like, what's your why? What's your why? What's your why? But the reason why people don't understand their why is because they've never actually one thought about it. They write their goals down and or they think about it. And um, there's a teaching that I do that says when you write it or you just think it, it only involves your mind. If you write it, then it uses your hands and your eyes because you can see it and your mind. But if I say it out loud, now I'm using my mouth and my ears on top of my my head and my hands or whatever. But then when I put action behind it, then I get my feet involved or, or whatever. But the reason why it also dies out is because we don't give it life. And what gives everything life? Your heart. Mm -hmm. So then what's your why? I'm going to the gym today. Like I went this morning. I'm going to the gym today because I want to be able to live an extra day for my kids and for my mm -hmm. wife. My cholesterol is up, so I need to not eat this stuff anymore. Not have um, that sugary drink you've got. Yes, not have this <laughs> sugary drink that I got. Um, but but that could be it. Like if I'm going to say like I'm not, I'm cutting sugar out of my diet, mm. then I when I get in line to Dutch Bros or whatever, then I can say I need to get the sugar free drink because I'm no longer having sugar because my health is not where it's supposed to be, and I want to be able to wake up tomorrow morning with my wife, where my goal is to roll around on the ground with my grandchildren one day. Like yeah. you have to put your heart behind it. So mm -hmm. how do we stop it from being Groundhog's Day? Remind yourself every day that I'm doing this for my wife or I'm doing yeah. this for, I, I find that we do things for three things. We do things for others. We do things for ourselves or we do things for money. Mm. Um. So remind yourself, like there's times where it's like, I don't want to go do this, but you know what? You're going to save money and it's, I do everything for money. Um. I don't want to go here but you know what? You probably have fun. And you're going to make memories with your son or whatever. Mm. Um, so think about that when, before you get into it, like get in the right mind frame and add your heart to it or your why. Mm. Um, and then it shouldn't become Groundhog's Day. And if it ever starts to become Groundhog's Day, what do you ask yourself? What am I not doing? Like, why am I, why does it feel like Groundhog's Day or starting to, you know, starting to feel that way? And then how do I switch it up? You know, mm. if it's drinking water and you're drinking water out of the same cup, buy yourself a new cup, a different cup, right? Oh, this love is really it. cool. Yeah, right? I love it. Mm. You, you have a water bottle. I don't have a water bottle here, but then Mine. I don't know how. So bright, fancy. There you go. It's lovely. But it's funny because my, um, I don't know how it is over there, but over here, for whatever reason, Stanley cups are. Yeah, they're the thing. <laughs> they're the thing. Before it was, I forget what company it was. But it was one type of cup. And then there was like the big water jugs that had like the time on it. Yes. Like yep. 
that you need drink to drink this by eight or nine or 10. And then there's other ones that are like, you're almost there and good job. Those are big. And now it's these Stanley cups. Cool. If, if water's becoming boring for you, buy yourself a new cup. Mm. If it's spending time with somebody, go somewhere else. If it's listening to something, find a new artist, like switch it up. I've literally just done that, right? So um, TMI, but I've had the same sports bra since 2018. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> We've just come okay. into 2024. And I'm getting into skipping, like jump rope. And, you know, you need support of sports bras for yeah. that. So <laughs> yesterday I said, I was like, fuck it, Janelle. You're going to go spend some money. Like, you deserve it. Go do it. So I went into the store. Walked straight to the sports bras, grabbed two that I liked, grabbed a pair of bike shorts as well because I've only got long length tights and tried them on. Perfect fit. Went to the counter, put my EFOS card down while I was paying for it. I was like, I'm so excited about this purchase. I give so much love yeah. that, you know, I'm grateful to have this money and yada, yada, all that, all those good vibes when I was spending this money and came home, put them, took the tags off, put them in my drawer, nice and folded this morning, whipped them out. And I ran, I don't know, if, like, half a K further than what I have been previously mm -hmm. in my yeah. dog uh, puppy walk this morning, you know? Yeah. So I was like, it's these little crazy things that we know. And even I know this, I talk about this on the podcast or on my Instagram all the time. It's those little things that can reinvigorate and also just show ourselves another, another, um, in another way that we love ourselves, you know? Yeah. And I really love, the simplicity of what you're saying around put your heart in it, you know, mm -hmm. and remembering that why. And I have definitely had times in my life where, you know, you've got these goals, you're trying to be your best. So you want to do your journaling, you want to do your reading every day, you want to drink three liters of water, all the things. And it's actually been big here in New Zealand in the past couple of years, the 75 hard challenge. Have you heard of oh, that? Oh, yeah. 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 So the reason why I never did the 75 hard challenge, one, probably just didn't believe I could, but also two, I had a fear that all of the things it requires you to do, I would just do them to tick the box rather than having my heart and soul in them. Mm -hmm. And that really comes to mind as you're talking, thinking of when it comes to this vision of becoming your best getting into development whether it's personal development or professional development you now have these many goals that might be journaling writing all your thoughts down every day might be um you know reading a new book listening to a podcast things like that and they absolutely can get very um Groundhog Day-ish, I guess. Yeah. So if that happens to anyone listening, just remember why you started, you know, what it's worth to you to keep on going. And even I think just that visualization of like, no, I'm putting my heart in this. That can yeah. be so powerful. So I've just mentioned a couple of aspects of personal development. What else comes to mind for you? Because I know we said, you know, where do you start? Cool. You start today um, and you start by looking at opportunities. If there are tangible things or I guess mindset tools that you can use on this personal development journey, what might they be? I think one one of the things that um kind of tying into the this last subject and, and this subject is um, asking yourself, telling yourself, who am I becoming in, in this? Right. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like with the whole jump rope thing that you were talking about, um, skipping, it's like, I'm becoming healthier. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm becoming healthy. Like, and here's the thing with the goals, the goal things is goals aren't going to never end. Right. If you say, Oh, I want to save $5,000 this year. Well, you're just going to stop at $5,000 and then spend it. You're like, yeah. well, what happens if I could just, I'm going to become somebody who knows how to, how to save. I'm going to become better in my finances. It's like about who am I becoming? Right. It's not about running a mile every day. It's who am I becoming? I'm becoming healthier, right? I'm mm -hmm. becoming smarter. I'm becoming wiser. And so know that you're never going to, you're never, you shouldn't end at the goal. Like it's, it's going to be this journey. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as the, the, some of the other, um, like tangible things, um, is just changing the way you, you think. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a, 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 a board over here that I use. Um, and so that I don't, keep on turning. I'm just going to write this down real quick or talk <laughs> about it while I, while I look at it. Um, but how we think dictates, um, what we believe our belief sets, our expectations, our expectations set our attitude, our attitude gives us our behavior and then how we behave sets our performance. Mm. And so, um, think about this. This is the example that, that I give is, you go out with your with your girlfriends and you all go out and you're like, oh my gosh, this was so fun. We should do this next week. And you're like, all right, let's do it. So next week comes. You've had a bad day at work. Um, you know, maybe you got a ticket, you know, speeding too fast or you tripped, you fell, whatever. It's just a horrible day. And you're like, I just want to go home. I want to watch Netflix, pick up some fast food, sit on the couch, and I just want to eat and just chill. Don't bug me. I just want to be me and my dog on the couch watching TV. Mm -hmm. And then the phone rings. What's up, girl? Are you ready? We're going to on our way to pick you up. And you're like, oh, that's today. Oh, I don't want to go. And they're like, no, we're going to go. Right. So what happens? You think that you had a bad day. But did you have a bad day or just, did you just have a bad five minutes that you turned into a bad day? Mm -hmm. So because you think what you think, change your beliefs of it is a bad day. Right. This and this happened to me. It's a bad day. My expectations are I just want to go home. Mm -hmm. sit down and rest and not do anything your attitude is i don't want to do anything your behavior is going to be sit on the couch your performance is going to suck however your good friends come over knock on the door no girl we're taking you out come on let's go boom you get changed you go out and after a couple of drinks or karaoke or whatever it is you start to have fun at the end of the night your cheeks and your stomach hurt from all the laughter that you guys have mm -hmm. well what happened you changed your behavior mm -hmm. and so your performance changed so if you go back if you're having a bad attitude it's probably because your expectations were not met because of what you believed and because of what you think. So if you write all these things Oof. out, think, thinking, behavior, expectations, attitude, behavior, um, performance, if any one of those are out of whack, mm. you can almost start to go backwards and figure out what the heck's going on. I do this a lot with schools and school districts when they have this kid that comes in to their classroom and they're like, oh, here comes Eric. He was a pain in the ass yesterday. And here he comes, right? Because of what you thought, he's a pain in the ass. Your belief is he's going to be an issue and a problem now. So now your expectations is when he comes into the classroom, he's going to be a jerk. So now your attitude towards him is different than everybody else. Yeah. And your behavior is different. And so now you're not teaching to your best of your ability. However, if you just start it over and I tell people think, put a 10 or an A plus on everybody's head that they start over brand new. Then if you thought differently, then your behavior would be different and so forth and so on. So 
if you want to change anything, change your behavior, get up, walk around, do something. But I think that that is the, the tangible part of, of, of some change is it all narrows down to how you think, change the mm -hmm. way you think. And then it starts to set everything else. Wow. I feel like that's a mic drop moment. I've just <laughs> written down, like, let's, let's pull that out for, for, you know, promotion. Um, that is insane. As you were talking through that, the, the word that came to my mind, cause I did NLP training, neuro-linguistic programming was a pattern interrupt, you know? So those girls calling you and holding you that, that, you know, the imaginary person to account, that was a pattern interrupt that, mm. you know, you've got two choices there and, Thankfully, they didn't give a choice. So then that changed the whole trajectory, which is super powerful and a super helpful tool to know. Yeah. Hey, when things aren't going good, let's just change the pattern. Let's do something different. Like, for instance, personal story, I got in this habit, which I love, of watching movies on Friday nights. So, you know, we've just had our week and um, my, my partner and I are generally quite busy separately. So we don't really spend that much time together. We're together often but we're doing our own shit right so we're not right. really spending time together and I grew up a child of parents who pretty much all weekend long even on hot summer days would go to the movie store get dvds and just watch movies all day long like that to me is like bonding even though right. I know it's not quality time but anyway <laughs> so I got myself into this habit over the past year and a bit of Friday nights watching movies and then one Friday night, my partner was just not having a bar of it. And so then I got a little bit upset and I started to take it personally. I'm like, oh, he doesn't love me and yada, yada. I'm very grateful to be a coach because I can call myself out on all the shit and be like, Janelle, stop being a child. It's nothing about you. He just doesn't want to watch a movie. Like, come right. on. Um, but what I have now or am now trying to do is my own pattern interrupt of, cool, it's Friday night. What do we want to do? Do we want to mm -hmm. go, do we want to, you know, play some cards or do we want to go down right. to the lake or do we want to watch a movie? You know, actually asking what do we want, not just, hey, it's Friday, let's watch a movie. Like let's interrupt that pattern. And that's been working really great for us in other areas because I now in general, just during the week and on weekends, am watching less TV, watching less movies and stuff, just mm -hmm. because of that one change of not expecting every Friday night to be about watching movies. I'm now watching less in general. So mm -hmm. super freaking interesting what can happen yeah. when we just change our thoughts. I love it. Yeah, big time, big time, for sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, I would love to... I, re I really like that concept that you shared um, and so cool that you have that visually as well. Is that something that you find really beneficial and helpful to have these, these cues or these affirmations visually around your spaces? Uh, I think it's, I think it's good. I think what's even better is knowing them inside and out to the point that if, because if I have them up, like I have it in, on, on the floor over here on a mm. whiteboard, mm. Um, and then I have it in uh, in one of my notebooks, uh, and then I have it on slide decks when I go speak, mm. but where is that at when I'm in my car? Like it's yeah. not it's not visual, right? So yeah. if I know it, it's like, okay, I need to be self-aware and self-assessed to say, okay, what is it? Okay, it's my attitude. Well, if it's my attitude, then it's my expectations. And sometimes it's, it's, I mean, even like driving, right? You get ticked off because somebody cuts you off and you're upset that they didn't use a blinker and they almost hit you. It's like your expectation is that everyone should 
obey the law of driving and your belief is that everyone you know should should do this and it's just the way you think but if i go and i say you know what maybe they're in a hurry maybe they didn't see me mm. and you're okay bro they didn't hit your car mm. you're That's fine okay. why let if success and failure are an option why am i going to choose failure if being happy or pissed off is an option, why am I gonna why am I gonna pick being upset? So I so just having it having knowing awareness. it inside and out. Mm. Yeah. And just but just knowing it and having that awareness and doing that self-assessment, like, how am I feeling today? Mm. Um, you know, there's times where you go to the gym often and you're like, I'm just not feeling it today. Is it that you're not feeling it today or you need to recover? Like your body needs to recover. Mm. Well, don't just say, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym because my body needs to recover. And now you're just being lazy, mm. right? Or just tired, like go. I, you know, the five minute rule, right? Do it for five minutes. If you don't want to do it anymore, stop. But if mm -hmm. you feel good, continue, you know, continue to do it. Um, but more than just having it visual, know it. And then being able to tap into that and bring it out when you need it mentally, right? Thank you. Oh, that is so good. Know it. Having those visual, visual cues is a really great way to to learn it. Like I've got in my journal, um, actually to do with money, a whole set of, I guess, money affirmations and um, mantras and whatnot. And the habit is to read them enough to then have them be second nature and, and know them. Um, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today, sharing your expertise with us today. I honestly could just keep talking to you <laughs> and <laughs> you have got so much knowledge and experience. And, and I just love that you can tie it into stories and analogies. Stories, um, what do they say? Facts sell, stories tell, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and especially if it can touch your heart or pull on your heartstrings as well, which has absolutely happened to me and no doubt the lovely ladies listening throughout this episode. So thank you very much for your yeah. time today. I'm really grateful for you for, um, you know, everything that you've shared. Thank you so much. I, I uh, love the time that you give me. Thank you for the opportunity and look forward to next time because I will yeah. be next time for sure.